I haven't seen her in anything else. I think she was Batwoman for a season on yeah, TV. And she was she... in Orange is the New Black. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, show. I definitely did not she because was... I have a penis. I have, I have a penis. Hey, my I, wife did. She, cause she does I watched not it with my have, wife. I have a penis. So mm. I did not watch it with my wife. I told her, go ahead. You didn't watch the, the, the lesbian jail dram- dramedy? No. On Netflix that I, won all the, all the awards and such? I, I did not. I <laughs> did, felt like did. it was going to be like Real Housewives of Orange yeah. County Corrections or something. It was. Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We're your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 46. This episode, we continue racking up body counts. Hey, yo. <laughs> With our countdown, or, well, I guess technically. Count up. Yeah, count, count up to the release of John Wick Chapter 4 with our discussion of John Wick Chapter 2. But first, don't forget to visit our website at castwithnoname.com where you can comment on episodes, write to our email, all that good stuff. Give us your opinions and uh, uh, tell us how awesome we are. Um, so. Have you ever seen this one? Yes. Uh, but the first time I saw it was on a plane. Oh, and so now you got, to wa- you got to watch it in the glory of your living room? Yeah. So, yeah. I did not. I've never seen a John Wick movie in a theater. So mm. when we. See part four, it'll be a new experience. Oh man, you're gonna love it! It'll just, I'm sure it'll just wet in my pants immediately. Yep. Um, but no, the first time I saw this was on a uh, probably about a six inch screen, as God intended, with um, when I was sitting on an airplane. Yes, and United American uh, Delta. Um, gotcha. So it was a longer flight. I think it was from. I might have been coming back from Anaheim. Thing. It was a longer flight, so okay. it, it either had to have been Vegas or California. So, um, but uh, this is the time when they had Wi-Fi, right? Offered. Yeah, yeah. I know this came out in 2017. I didn't know if. So, oh yeah, no. So actually, it was probably about a year ago. Year, oh, okay. So ago, recently. So yeah, yeah because definitely had I, I was late to the John Wick train. Uh, That's right. You were. And shit, maybe it was. I don't know time anymore. Um, but yeah, they had Wi-Fi on there. Gotcha. I could have watched it on my phone, but no, I chose to watch the heavily edited thing because I'm a cheap ass. Yes. And I don't like spending money if I don't have to, um, hmm. even though the company was paying for it. So I just, I'm th- that's how cheap I really am. Um, yeah, you could have, you could put it on your per diem. Yeah, I could have used my, uh, other people's money. And, right. But no, I'm still like, eh. I ate five <laughs> hot dogs. <Yeah. laughs> I was really hungry. <laughs> Um, but that was the first time I saw it, and it was, it's not the way to see it because it's heavily edited mm. uh, with no blood splatter. No gratuitous spatter, violence? Yep. No gratuitous violence. Uh, no side boob. Uh, mm. Would you get some of this in this in the movie? You get a lot of side boob in this yeah. one. Yeah, and none of that. Um, that's unfortunate. And, yeah, but that, that's about it. So have you seen – you've seen this before. Yeah, right? this is the – I think the fourth time I've seen it. Okay. This was my second, maybe third time I've seen it. Yeah. I got to say, I like it. M- I, I thought that I liked the first one more. I think I like the second one more. I think I do. Um, it's growing on me. I like the things that I like about this movie it, more so than the first one. One, they kind of like the first one had intrigue because you had the good gold coins. You had the hotel world building. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of the world building, but yeah. it, it, they showed you just enough to make you want to ask more questions. Hmm. Um or at least to, uh, they built enough intrigue to where it's what does mysterious. that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Like it kind of made you think about it or use your imagination. A yeah, little bit. how would that work? 
I do like how they kind of expanded on that, um, which I feel like they just kind of jumped the shark by the third one on, <laughs> on the world building. There's no doubt. Uh, but, There's no doubt they did. Um, they jumped the sand. I like the I like the higher the larger budget. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the the set pieces were a lot. Yeah, yeah. It had double the budget. So the mm-hmm. first movie was made for about twenty million. This is made for forty million, mm. and it's not so much. Oh, it's not to pay Keanu Reeves. It the money was yeah. spent for the production, and um, the first one you could feel was a smaller movie. This one, the set pieces are a little bit bigger. Yep. Uh, they travel more. Um, it's not just bumming around New York. Yeah, it is. Uh, you go to Italy, and um, you get you get some more scale yep. i guess as far as uh your how movies go um in which they obviously continue in the third one yep um, go to more places in that one yep and uh but i as far compared to the first second one i hmm, i think some of the action i enjoy better in this one i think that i mean they just had more money they had more yeah. uh opportunity for them to expand everything and i and it's it's done well it's not bigger for the sake of being bigger it makes sense for the story um yep i mean the catacomb the catacomb sequence mm-hmm. and after that uh, well well let's go back to the summary here okay so for those who haven't seen john wick chapter two <laughs> then why the fuck are you listening to this podcast right uh <laughs> So if you listen to John Wick, chapter one, or the first one, the first podcast we did, that movie's about him getting revenge because someone killed his dog that his dead wife gave him. Yes. And that's it. This one, going to, going into IMDb here, after returning to the criminal underworld to repay a debt, John Wick discovers that a large bounty has been put on his life. Mm. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's v- it. Very simple. Back to the thread of paper-thin plot. Yep. That's all that matters. Essentially... He does his thing in the first one. He avenges the the death of his dog. He gets a new dog. Um, he thinks he's out of the game. But mm-hmm. some some Italian guy named Santino D'Antonio, which is the funniest, one of the funniest names, yeah. <laughs> right on the nose. Yep. Says says you owe me a a, a favor. This little you know another piece of the world building one is it like a marker. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Marker. Yeah. So it's like a it's just a, a giant coin divided in half. One mm-hmm. side is like a blood like a blood oath. You you prick your thumb, you put your your thumbprint on it. Yeah, and, and then, then once you once you cover or you honor the marker, honor the marker, the person who you owed the debt to will prick his thumb and put it on there. So both your bloods are on there. Yep. and the contract is fulfilled. And there's a there's a ledger at the Continental yep. that, that tracks all these markers. Tracks all these markers, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I have a thing because. Uh, I, I like how Winston didn't know Yane McShane, uh, the hotel continental not, manager guy. Continental manager, yeah, um, is shocked to learn that uh, Keanu Reeves has a marker out to who he had a marker for. And I'm like, bitch, you have a book, <laughs> you have with a ledger, all the markers <laughs> on there. How are you shocked? You should have already been aware of it. Yeah, and yeah, um, because he makes a comment, he's like. Why did you blah blah? I'm like now you're bringing it up. I was like, this was like eight years ago or whatever he did. Yeah, but um, but going back, I mean, the movie opens up. He's going to get his car back. Yep, and <laughs> which doesn't make 
any like nothing makes sense in this story. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, um, <laughs> it, it definitely doesn't matter. So he's yeah. going to get his car back, his his Mustang, and the person he's getting it back from happens to be the brother of the main mob guy he killed yep. in the, the first, first movie. And played by Peter Stromer, by the way. Yeah. Who's awesome. Yep. I so, wish he was in it more. Yeah, they got. I uh, love him. He's definitely hamming it up for sure. Um, and so, but it's just kind of an excuse to have an action sequence at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Um, he gets his car back, and then he meets up with them, and he says, "Peace." And they they say, "Yes, peace." Mm-hmm. We'll just go our separate yeah, let's ways. Just, let's let's stop the nonsense. Yeah. We're done. Yep, we're done. You got your car. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Bygones be bygones. Yep. And then while he's at home, uh, the guy he had uh, who has his marker, um, uh, De- Santino. D'Antonio. D'Antonio yeah. uh, comes to get his repayment or yeah. get his payment for his marker. And uh, John Wick says, uh-uh, I don't want to. I'm he's done like, with this. I'm done with this. He's like, well, nope, you came back. So now you got to fulfill my marker. And I helped you with the impossible test that got you out of the game. Yeah, you get a little place. bit of background, which yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You got a marker from somebody. Like, that's what I also don't understand is like the so Santino helped John Wick get out of the game. Yes. By helping John Wick complete the impossible task. Right. And in doing so, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to take your marker then. Thanks for helping me get out of the game. Yes. So then you won't be able to collect on it. Correct. Unless I come back into the game. Correct. That's a lot of, I mean, I guess, risk to take for... Yeah, that's that's John Wick thinking that... It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. But M- maybe Santino doesn't give a shit. He's like, you're going to honor your marker. I don't care if you're out. Yeah. It's happening. So And it, he wants he wants John to kill his sister, who's has a seat on the, the high table, yes. more world bu- building. We had, yep. At this point, we don't know what that is. It's, it's like the over... The underworld hierarchy of yeah, you, it's, it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like the elder council right. or whatever of this right. whole network of assassins mm-hmm. um, that they're all ruled and governed by the high table, Correct. which could be, I imagine, it's like seven people. I right. don't know how many people are on the high table, but it's a small enough number to where people are aware of who is on who is who. Yeah, um, so it could be as large as the senate. Who knows? But could be. Um, but he wants John to kill his sister so he can take her seat on yes. the high table. Yep. That's the whole motive. Yeah, because it. his father was a member of the high table and his father gave it to his sister, I believe. So he feels emasculated. Yes. All right. So not only is the super secret organization super secret and very exclusive, but they can bequeath positions to family members. Yes. Similar to the mafia, I guess, which yeah. we, we can. We'll you just say. trust. Yeah, we'll just say, okay. Um, Why not? But and so that sends uh, that kind of sparks John Wick's adventure in this one. So he goes to Italy, meets up with which I like that scene. I like him getting outfitted. He goes to the uh, sommelier yeah. for to get his armament. Um, yeah, Peter uh, Sarah Finowitz. Yeah, which he's uh, like the every, best dry. Yeah, every dry time I see him, I, I think of hot or not hot fuzz spy. Uh, no, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> oh, Shaun because he okay. plays the roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that or Parks and Rec. Um, because I think he plays like a English prince or some, or an English duke yeah. in Parks and Rec, but uh, always plays 
this is probably the most serious role I've seen him in. Everything else I've seen him in, he kind of plays it's like a people. comedy. Yeah, comedy. But uh, but yeah, he plays the sommelier, who's the arms dealer, and then goes to the tailor um, to get outfitted for suits. And it's yeah. they're all bulletproof. Yeah, except the bullet the woven fabric is about as thin as suit fabric. Yes. <laughs> so. Even though I'm pretty sure, yeah, the bullet won't puncture, but I'm pretty sure the amount of force is going to is going to something <laughs> penetrate your body and the the Kevlar. Well, yes, enter your body and yeah, the yeah. bullet's pushing it through. It, yes. but the bullet won't puncture. Yeah. Um. So, but he gets outfitted with that, which the guy who played uh, the tailor is the actual costume designer. Oh, the, really? Yeah. So a little side trivia that. there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Um. I like the uh, the the fight with Common. Yeah. Common plays uh, Cassian, who's Gianna D'Antonio's bodyguard. Yeah. That whole sequence is pretty sweet. Yeah. Them fighting in the streets was pretty cool. But yeah, and the catacomb fight was awesome. I just thought that was so well done. Mm-hmm. He, him placing all the different like guns and playing it out, and yeah, just throwing away guns, throwing and, them at people, reloading, and just um, and I like that. Because it shows the amount of thinking that that character has to do as far as his exit strategy. Right. To where, okay, this is where I'm going to be coming out. I need to have these yes. kind of things at this kind of time. You don't get that a lot in action movies. You it's don't. just, I'm going to go in there with one gun. Yep. And I'm just going to tear shit up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to work out. Or you're taking other people's guns and everything right. else. And, right. But, um, but yeah, he has forethought and kind of planning his action to where without him sitting down and explaining it to somebody, okay, well, here's here's what we're going to do kind of a thing. And, yep. Um, which is enjoyable. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, how do you like Common in this movie? He's an okay uh, actor. I mean, he doesn't have like great range or anything, but mm-hmm. he, he does well enough to, to play the part of menacing bodyguard, I guess. Yeah, the, the only thing I think I've seen him in... That I can remember off the top of my head is Hell on Wheels, which was a show on oh, AMC. Oh, yeah, yeah, the railroad, railroad yeah. one. Yeah, and because um, Christy and I watched that, I think, for about three seasons. Oh, wow. And, um, and we enjoyed it. I mean, it was just one of those, like, Deadwood wasn't around anymore, so I, it was kind of like trying, my Western fix-ish Trying thing. to fill your gap. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he was okay on that. He, he was still common. Yeah. In, Nothing in the fucking old west, yeah. So I mean, he's he, he's good at playing. Yeah, as you said, common. Um, he's fine. <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> he's, he's fine. Um, he he always plays like a stoic, yeah, badass kind of thing. Pretty much, I feel like. Well, and in the, in the John Wick movies, there's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, and the dialogue just... that does exist, it's like they're all in a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. They're all hamming it up. It's all every like every sentence has so much weight to it. Yes, and. See you soon, John. Yeah. <laughs> Be seeing you, Cassius. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just having a scotch here. Let's calm down, yeah. boys. <laughs> um, but... What do you think of Ruby Rose? Oh, I, I have. And not, I cannot stand not to be, her. Right, here's the thing. One, they did a smart job. I imagine originally Ares was not uh, deaf. Right. Um, I'm sure it was a character that had lines. I had lines, speaking and, lines. And then someone's, uh, Ruby Rose's manager, because probably at the time she was, I mean, she came from Australia. She's a model, obviously, because she looks good, not so good at acting or yeah. 
Yeah. Probably delivering lines. Not as, I haven't seen her in anything else. I think she was Batwoman for a season on yeah. TV. And she was she, in Orange is the New Black. I don't know if you ever saw that No, show. I definitely did not she because was, I have a penis. I, I have a penis. Hey, my I, wife did. She, she does I watched not it with my have, wife. I have a penis. So mm. I did not watch it with my wife. I told her, go ahead. You didn't watch the, the, the lesbian jail dram, dramedy? No. On Netflix that I, won all the, all the awards and such? I did not. <laughs> I did, felt like did. it was going to be like Real Housewives of Orange yeah. County Corrections or something it was. like that. Um, yeah. Did not interest me. Uh, Fair enough. It, it, it could be a very good show. I, I don't know. It's a, a good first season. The rest yeah. of it got kind of And that's what derivative. I heard. She, she said that I think it was like by the third or fourth season. It just it got just derivative. Long and, Same stuff. It's just dragging out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so I haven't seen her in anything else, but I feel like when they casted her, they're like, okay, just take away her lines and yes. give them the, just delete them. Um, yeah. Don't need them. Um, she's okay. Her physicality was fine, but is just, eh. I feel like they could have remo- completely removed her character and it would have made a bit of difference. She didn't yeah. feel like a big bad. She didn't <clears throat> feel formidable in any way. Um, yeah, it's different. Like, I, uh, back to the physicality thing, after watching Chapter 3 and Halle Berry, who's 20 years older than Ruby Rose, she had, I believed it. I'm like, oh, she knows what she's doing. She's athletic. Mm-hmm. Ruby Rose is... None of those things. Yeah. So it didn't really convey any physicality to me. Yeah, and because I can, I kind of compared to where, like, it, she should have been um, more of a pain in the ass to deal with Yeah, for John Wick. And it should have, she's young, she should have been more agile, and to where she should have been a lot quicker than John Wick. And yeah. that's how her power should have been <clears throat> to where, why John had a hard time possibly handling her is just, her her youth and her speed right um, kind of like uh what adrian palicki in the first one a little bit and yeah. maybe they wanted to make it different enough from her but i i was kind of thinking like uh like in golden eye you had famka oh, jensen yeah. uh and she like she was more agile she was more aggressive yeah. aggressive than james bond and then but she had like the, the the corny leg wrapping around his chest to keep him from breathing, but she used her advantages to her to her favor to yeah for, to her advantage. Yes, <laughs> um, to where I feel like like Ruby Rose's character should have had something like that, and maybe that was just something that lacked in the writing, which very well could have been. But um, I feel there's there's something that I felt like her character was missing to make her seem menacing. Yeah, and because you really didn't <laughs> see her do anything up until the point of her fighting john wick and like, that lasted, she was just kind of like standing there and then like pointing to other people to like yeah. go do shit and i'm like that that doesn't mean you're scary mm-hmm. it just means that you point to people yeah you're right the uh the the climactic anticlimactic scene with her fighting john wick lasted like i don't know 10 seconds and he took her out yeah it wasn't very it wasn't like dacascus uh, in the third one mm-hmm. or i'm sure donnie Yen's part in chapter four there's gonna be a nice little Epic fight there. Yeah, hopefully, because it, it reminds me of uh, from Russia to Love, the book. Um, the uh, it has <laughs> Yin Fleming describing um, the main villain's muscles, muscles upon a muscles, and he go he works mm. out, and then the masseuse massages those muscles because he's so damn big that he's so fucking huge and strong, <laughs> and all the like. Kid you not, five pages of just talking about how big and strong this guy is. And then when he meets Bond, he gets shot. And 
but it works because it's like, oh, God, this guy is in, and then Bond shoots him. Um, it's like the Indiana Jones thing. A little bit. Yeah. So, um, but with her, it, it didn't have any kind of, yeah, like. Thing. Yeah, well, it, with the physicality stuff aside, just her, like you said, I, some sort of dialogue. Yeah, making her a mute is kind of not menacing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if, like, if it was Dave Batista. Yeah. And so, he was mute. I mean, yes. The, okay. Yeah, because then you have the physicality of yeah, yeah. sheer size being intimidating yeah. to where her, you need to show her doing something for it to kind of be a buildup. Right, right. Um, and because just, when you get to that point, it's just like, ah, oh, this bitch. Yeah. Dun, 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 it kind of falls flat. Bad but, casting. But yeah, uh, Ruby Rose is the worst part of that movie, I think. <laughs> um <laughs> And I would say she's been in better things, but I looked at her filmography because I'm like, oh, what else has she been in? Is not a lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't like to talk shit about people, I guess. But it's just, and she she didn't get hired to yeah. blow you away with acting. She, she just looks she, good and yep. Just she was just the, go in there and look good. It girl at the time, I'm sure, is like her stepping stone to okay. Now the next time you'll get a starring role, yeah. kind of a thing. This yeah. is to help you get noticed. Yep. Um, but uh, we have Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, he the Bowery King. Yeah. He comes in. Yep, another uh, another reunion from the Matrix. Bowery King. I, I I always think of the Rat King whenever I see him. Because, I'm just because. What's he, that from? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, lives yeah, in the sorry. sewers. Yeah, 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 and looks homeless. Do he mess with pig- with pigeons? Yeah, he plays with pigeons They're, and stuff. Or he's like the lady from Home Alone Two, and <laughs> just yeah. hanging out in Central Park feeding pigeons and shit. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's my network. This is the internet. Yeah, like, yeah. you're fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, can't hack it. Yeah, <laughs> can't hack the pigeons. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the first uh, first movie since Matrix uh, Revolutions. Re- is that the third one? Um, it's the th- Revelations. The third- Re- Revel. I don't know. It no. doesn't matter. No, it's one of no, the ours. The, the third movie. The third, the third Matrix movie. This is yeah. the first movie they've been together since that movie. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. He, he's there. He's doing his Lawrence Fishburne thing. He's always good. Yep. Um, but and, yeah. and the Bowery King, I was trying to figure out what he does exactly. He just is a conveyor of and gatherer of info. That's what he is. Yeah, that's my uh, right. that's my understanding of it. He just where, knows all. Yeah, he's kind of like the eyes on the street. Gotcha. And, um, but I, I like how, and this kind of leads into it to where there's like a whole network of assassins. Like, obviously. Like, this is like the... This movie kind of shows how many, how deep this actually goes, or how big this whole world kind of is. To where um, there's so many people, then you have just a lot of them just have random jobs, like being homeless on the side of a street, or a lady playing a violin in a fucking subway station, yep. or uh, two guys working as trash collectors. Mm-hmm. And because there's a part where there's a seven million dollar contract out for John Wick. And then all these people's phones are ringing. Everyone know, and everyone's aware of it. I'm yeah. like, how many fucking people are in this like network? Yeah, network. And why are they collecting trash? There's, it's a side gig. On a, An assassin's a like, side gig. It does not. It must not pay well because nope. you have. Um, I mean, you have a musician trying to make ends meet. You have two sanitation workers that are just hitmen on yep. the side, 
and but they need to collect trash for 60 grand a year to be able to live in yes. new york city so which i get new york is probably expensive it's very expensive high inflation yeah property values i can't even imagine yeah what do you think expensive. an 800 uh, square foot one bedroom one bath goes for in uh oh geez at least five gold coins all right at least. i mean <laughs> two um, markers yeah <laughs> every month i mean jesus you're just handing your fingerprint out to That's everybody right. selling the kidney yep the uh but uh some of the so notable action I, the catacomb fight yep i think it was great sweet um the what they had the house of mirrors in this one yeah like the catacombs the only thing i really remember every time i see this movie yep and so they had the house of mirrors at the end mm-hmm. which kind of mimics it's it's similar to uh enter the dragon the if you ever seen that uh bruce lee fights the main baddie yep in a house of mirrors kind of a thing yeah it's very similar um then the common fight that actually there's two fights there's one in the streets of like italy then they have one in like the subway mm -hmm. the subway fight's pretty good i I like the subway one i think better than the streets of italy yeah just because a little bit more contained i feel like it's a little bit more creative yeah um, I do appreciate the real stunt, like when they're going down the stairs in Italy. Like whoever mm, the stunt guys were doing that, like more power to you. Yeah, that's got to suck. Makes your back hurt just oh, looking I was at like, it. Oh, like, yep, those are stones. Those oh no, stones. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, the uh, but I, oh, and you get uh, the operator network. Yeah, that's the another world built building thing they did. Everyone's mm-hmm. tatted up and looks like nineteen. 60-ish, 50-ish? I don't know. Between 30s and... Yeah, but a prerequisite, you need to look like a suicide girl yes. to get a job there. Uh-huh. Or uh, what's his name who played Penguin in Gotham? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's... Lord whatever. I was like, oh, that's, uh, that, that's a guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Um, but... Uh, you got to have tats and you got to have piercings all over your face yeah, to get the job. Very dark hair or very light hair. Hair, yes like one of the two and then yep. like fishnets and shit like like why like no one sees you yeah pajama pajama it. and it's all like uh chalk there's chalk where they keep track of the bounties like it's like a like a like a betting board <laughs> yeah. from like the 20s like they're taking they're taking horses taking bets on horses yep and then the uh the the what's the those ticker? old yeah the old computers from the 80s oh, just little stock tickers yeah kind of yeah to where yeah, and they send out the uh, the text messages to everybody. Yeah, and but uh, um, which yeah, I'm does that mean you're not on the grid? I'm not. Uh, I mean, I'm. Uh, you I'm not, are though. I'm not, I'm not, I know I am. <laughs> you're using the network, the yes. cellular network, yes. to send text messages to everybody. Yeah. Um. Interesting. It looks cool, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and that's what like <laughs> these movies. It's the if you think about it for longer than two seconds. It starts falling apart sure. immediately, and but it does look cool, right? Which um, you could say you could say that about ninety percent of movies, yeah. and honestly, um, but you have uh, Franco Nero plays yes. uh, Julius Django, who is yeah the original Django. He plays the manager of the Continental it, in Rome, Rome, Italy, Italy somewhere, Naples. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so you have a couple of other. Uh, I did like the uh, final scene where, oh, spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, uh, Santino D'Antonio, after John kills all of his henchmen, goes to the New York Continental, where it's on hallowed grounds. You know, the rule is you can't spill blood on mm-hmm. Continental grounds. Yep. John just gets overcome with anger so much that he just shoots and kills Santino. That whole interaction was pretty cool. I like how they didn't, like, 
they didn't like drag it out like monologue yeah no, like talk he back just and shoots forth. i'm like yeah. all right well, it, i like yeah. that i can appreciate that and he did that in the first movie too yeah to where uh when he's approaching the kid and he's like <laughs> i can't believe it's all because of a fucking boom and then yeah, kills yeah. him um yeah, he does that a lot yeah well he's he had his mind Wick. made up john wick doesn't give shit he's baba yaga <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think there's probably more people in this network than are out of it there's, yes. there's probably one poor bastard in New York that's just not in it. And he's, like, he's just going to his everyday on? job, and he's like, <laughs> "This is kind of weird, guys." Right? And everyone's just staring at him, like super serious and shit. Um, yeah. Which after so um, he shoots uh, Santino, Santino, and after Winston told him, "Don't do it," because. Yeah. You learn from the first movie that right. you get killed if you yep. shoot somebody in Continental. Oh, and we should say the reason John shoots Santino is because after he honors the marker and kills Santino's sister, Santino puts a hit out on John. Yeah, to, to clean up his loose ends. So Correct. that way, and he find John Wick finds out about this in the catacombs. Yeah. So, um, and so that's that's why he went after Santino. Mm-hmm. So now that his marker was fulfilled, um, and he. He could do that if he wanted to, or he was within his rights as long as it wasn't on continental ground. So yep. he, he's in the continental. Santino's uh, looking for sanctuary there, and Winston tells John Wick, don't do it. John Wick does it. Um, and as you know from the first movie, um, you you die if yes. you break that. If you break the rules. Break the rules. And so then John Wick uh, goes back to his burned down house i think for a little bit and then uh charon who is the uh i think it was charon uh who played like lance reddick who plays the oh uh, yeah yeah charon you're right uh concierge concierge at the continental yeah um collects john and takes him to the park and then him and winston blah 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 blah. and winston says well it's it's my hotel so you're excommunicado you're Mm -hmm. you're now out of it completely out of it but you're now open everyone you're open season to everybody so you have no protection there's nothing all benefits to the society is gone so um and uh, he's like i could have had you killed but i chose not to and then he did a cool little now thing and then everybody in the park that he's talking to just stops and stares at him mm-hmm. and the fuck do those people do all day they got paid by the high table. like and, and that was pretty quick yeah, it was like I shot him. I went home. It's been <clears> like forty-five <throat> minutes, and then I get collected by another dude. Get brought to a park, and just big public New York park. And now everyone stops. What was the logistics of that? I, it's hard enough, like to call a meeting mm-hmm. at your place of employment and have everyone show up on time within forty-five minutes. Let alone well, it was a flash mob. You just sent out the the text, it's the flash, flash mob, mob text, and like, oh god, high uh, table. Uh, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> I gotta go. Excuse me. They're leaving uh, Starbucks, hopping <laughs> yeah. out of <clears throat> different things. But, but like you said, if you think about it, yeah, for, looks cool on the movie, yeah. but it's like, again, how many people are in this network? That <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's impressive. Yeah, so he's excommunicado and. Uh, Winston gives him an hour, I think, to run away and get a head start, and mm-hmm. that's where the movie ends. Yep. So him walking through the park, all and these, he, yep, all the all, all cell phones, cell phones start going off, and yeah, yeah. he realizes, oh, I gotta, I better get the hell out of Dodge or get yeah. in hiding real quick. 
Yep. Um, so, yeah, I would say I think I like the first one more. Okay. Uh, just story-wise. I mean, it just feels tighter. This one, I mean, second movies or movies that have obvious continuations are typically harder to do to feel like a complete movie. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. The first one, I think it feels feels tighter, feels more of a well thought out thing, which makes sense because someone probably spent five years developing that story idea. Maybe Um, this one they had maybe a year or two years once they had the success of the first one. But yep. Well, I like the second one more. I feel like the I like the world building a little bit more. There's more elements to the world than just a guy who wants revenge on against his wife. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's why I like I like it a little bit more, and I think the the action scenes are just a, a tad bit better. Yeah, the, I think the action scenes are better. The cinematography I feel like is better. It's just there's more production value. Yeah, for use. sure. It's brighter a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and um, it, you can you can it just feels more expensive to where the first John Wick could have been a movie made by anybody. It felt like a twenty million dollar movie. Yep. I mean, it felt like a very low, like not very low budget, but a low budget movie. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely things for the second one that are better than the first, but overall story wise, I think I enjoy the first one more, but fair enough. Cool. Well, well, anything else? I do not, but join us next time. Yes. As we prepare for war. Um, and ask who let the dogs out as we discuss John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. I see what you did there. Yeah. (laughs) He comes up with this all on his own. I know. I (laughs) I only spend at least three hours with these things. I'm only thinking about it all week. Yeah. And (laughs) I I have just a notebook. It looks like the scribbles of a a madman, just random doodles and everything else, sayings and... It pays off. Uh, it, yeah. Well, eh, eh. we let the dogs out. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be next week. Uh, John Wick Chapter 3. Till next time, Jay. Till next time, Matt.